You're listening to episode 136 of the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this week I want to talk to you about stress and more importantly, about how to identify and assess your stress. Listen, I'm all for getting things done and being productive, but if you don't make sure that you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and overall, then it doesn't matter how well-intentioned your desires are to reach your goals, it will be difficult and you may experience the symptoms and side effects of either stress or burnout. So it's not about avoiding stress at all costs because stress is a response as a human being that we all experience. But in today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about some ways that you can help better identify your stress, some questions that you can ask yourself so that you really know what some of your stress signifiers and even triggers can be. Stay tuned, keep listening, and make sure to take a deep breath before we get started. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Welcome to the Mindful Productivity Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Steckler, and this is the place to be to live a more mindful and productive life. If you're ready to turn daily chaos into calm and start your days with intention, then get ready to join me as we dive deep into mindful living and personal productivity. It's time to connect with your true self so you can live the life you want to live. And it all starts now. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. No doubt the pandemic has created a lot of stress within all of us, and I'm excited and hopeful for the day when this is something that we're past and we've moved through it as a society and we're not having to stay home and do all that. But just as a reminder that the more we do take action to be safe and mask up and take all of the precautions necessary to ensure that we don't spread this thing, the sooner this will be over. So in today's episode, I encourage you to get cozy if you're not going anywhere, right, which you probably aren't, pull up a chair, grab a cup of tea, and uh, snuggle up with any pets you have, and let's dive into some of these ways that you can begin to identify your stress. I also want to take a quick minute to remind you that I am currently running a Black Friday sale over at mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash Black Friday. If you've been interested in any of my online programs or you want to get your hands on the new digital planner versions of the Daily Productivity and Brain Dump book and the Mindful Productivity Guide, then make sure to head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash Black Friday. This promo is running through uh, December 1st at the end of the day there, and you can take 40% off the new digital planners and 40% off um, two of my planning systems. This includes the Better Business Budget System. This helps you manage your business budget and plan for profit and really keep track and manage all of your finances. You can also grab the self-care action plan for 40% off. And this is really fun because this is a system that helps you not only map out what you know you need to do in terms of taking care of yourself and creating new habits, 
but there is a complete guide that it comes with and rituals it walks you through in terms of setting up a self-care action plan for yourself. Something that is very, very crucial to managing your stress. Additionally, there are two other programs right now that are where you can save $100, take $100 off. Those include Pretty Simple Podcast. So this is my program that helps you create produce and publish your own podcast, create binge-worthy content, and turn your listeners into buyers. So if you want to know how I produce this podcast and some of the steps I've taken and the mindset shifts that I've adopted to feel confident in podcasting, then this is definitely a course I recommend for you. It's fun too because it has its own private podcast, So Meta, that walks you through so much in terms of brainstorming your content. And then of course, there's all the video and tech tutorials you could ever need to easily implement and get started with your podcast. Uh, the last course that's available for $100 off is the financial self-care budget system. This is the complete system that I use and I use it with my husband as well to manage all of our finances, track our bills, never miss any payments. And we've also used it to pay off $30,000 worth of debt. So something that is super helpful and this is available in a Google Sheet style template and there's video walkthroughs for you as well. So again, if you're interested in any of these and saving some money, you can go on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com forward slash Black Friday. I think it's safe to say that none of us like experiencing stress, right? For the most part. Although I will say that in recent times, I've discovered more and more that a motivating driver for me in terms of getting things done in my business is having a hard deadline. In fact, that's something that motivates me more than money or anything else. If I give myself a really strict deadline, I will get that thing done. And it really is a go-to for me. Now, this isn't true for everyone, and it might not be true for you, but it's important to know when stress and types of stress can be helpful for you. But it's also important to know that stress is a normal, natural human response, and trying to avoid stress altogether will likely stress you out. Ironic. Now, burnout is when we ignore our stress or we have excessive stress over time, and that can lead to unmanageable stress levels. So it's really important right now to take time. And honestly, it's important to do this on the regular, to take time to manage and notice where your stress is coming up because it's going to change throughout your life. The way stress shows up for you is going to look a lot different for you, you know, um, before you have kids or after, if that's a choice you're deciding to make. It's going to look a lot different before you get the puppy and after you get the puppy, right? Before you start a business and after. And so taking time to notice what stresses you out and how it shows up in your body and in your actions is so important. So Let's take a minute to walk through some of the things that you can do to identify your stress sources and maybe some of the signifiers or triggers, things that kind of send you into a stress spiral, right? Now, I am going to share an article and I will link it in the show notes. It's from, from psychreg, as in psychregistry.org, and they walk you through all these different types of stress. So I'm not going to read this article verbatim, but I wanted to let you know where I'm finding some of this information. And they did a really great job of outlining this, so I'm going to just touch on a couple things. 
but I highly recommend going to their website after this podcast episode and taking a look at more of the resources they have as well. And again, always using discernment and doing your own research as well when you're looking up anything in regards to your mental, emotional, physical well-being and health. So they identify six different types of stress, and I thought they did a really good job of kind of outlining them. So I want to touch on what all six of these are, and then you can kind of begin to think about some of the ways that maybe some of these areas of stress have come up for you in recent times. So first of all, there's psychological stress, right? I think this is the one we all can identify with. We definitely are aware of it, right? These are the emotional and cognitive kind of forms of stress, right? These are when we feel strong, strong emotions, you know, maybe we're self-critical or we're overwhelmed or we feel frustration or we notice that we're feeling extreme grief or anger. And these can come up for a lot of reasons. And when we don't manage them, right, it can result in stress. Um, And also too, I think it's important to know that I know at least for me, I the worst kind of stress for me is when I can tell that something's off with me. Like I can tell that my chest is tight, my breathing is off, or I just feel constantly irritated or I feel myself reacting more to people throughout the day instead of being like responding or I find myself taking things more personally. And instead of taking a minute to be like, hey, are you okay, right? Like, are you doing all right? Like asking myself that, I will kind of try to power through, right? Sometimes I think we try to power through to get things done or just get through the day when really if we just took a moment to ask ourselves what's coming up for us, what emotion are we experiencing, right? And even just being able to look at a bunch of different emotions and choose one, right? This can be really helpful. If you've ever done like a values assessment, it can be really helpful to see a list of values and then choose them from there. Sometimes when we're stressed, it can be hard to pinpoint exactly how we feel. But if we have a list of emotions that we can reference, then it can be easier to pull that one out. So that's something that you can do as well, is even just creating a list of emotions that you may regularly experience or you know, keeping track of emotions that you experience so that you can note them down. Another type of stress is psychosocial stress, right? And this is typically when you're experiencing, you know, relationship troubles or difficult experiences or interactions with family members or employers, right? And this can also be when we feel isolated, which a lot of us feel right now. We're staying home, we're being safe, we can't interact with people, you know, as much as we wanted to or at all. I know for me, it's, it was difficult because my husband was overseas for a lot of the pandemic. And so I was stressed about him being somewhere else and stressed about being, you know, deployed. And so that created a lot of stress in me. And then I was completely by myself at home, luckily with some pets. But I felt the stress of that isolation heavily. So one thing I want to say, because I don't think, I, I know for me, I'll speak for, for myself only, that I sometimes know with my family, we can kind of do this all or nothing thing, right? Where, well, if we can't, you know, get together for the holidays or if we've, we've decided not to, right? We didn't get together for Thanksgiving this year. 
it can be tempting to just kind of be all or nothing, right? Well, if we're not going to get together in person, then I guess we're just not going to communicate. And not for a lack of love or trying, right? But I had to remind um, my family and some of my friends recently that this doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. In fact, there are so many amazing tools and technology resources in front of us then I think a lot of us maybe aren't utilizing enough because it's kind of this way of being like, well, if I can't, you know, if I can't have it my way, then what, what it's the point. But what I will share is that it has been extremely helpful and valuable and worth the time to get on Zoom with the people I love and care about. It has been extremely socially fun and fulfilling to have conversations with my friends and my family and other business owners over Voxer, which is an, a free app you can use. It's like a walkie-talkie. It's super cool. I use it with my clients as well because you can send voice messages and the other person can listen in real time as they're coming in or listen to the replays. Having these conversations over Voxer is also nice because you don't have to schedule a time for a Zoom call or a phone call. And having that interaction on a regular basis has really saved my sanity. So if you're sitting at home and you're frustrated that you're not getting the social interaction that you want, and I know none of this completely replaces that in-person contact, please make an effort, right, for yourself to reach out to people and start communicating with people in all these ways that we have. The amazing thing about the time we live in right now is that we have these tools, right? It's not the early 1900s. We have the internet. We have video calls, voice chats. I mean, you name it. There are tons of apps that we can all use. Even just taking videos of things that you're doing around the house and sharing them with other people can be a really great way to connect. So while psychosocial stress is something we all are most likely feeling, it's not something that has to feel as heavy as it may be. There are definitely tools and resources we can use to make deeper connections. Even just the conversations I've had with some of you over Instagram, right? Sending voice message, saying hi. All of those things are lovely. So again, remind yourself that there are tools and resources out there that you can use to communicate with people and you can still experience a lot of social interaction that way. I think it's also important to realize that these different parts of stress compound on top of one another, right? So if you're already feeling stressed about everything going on, and then you're not getting enough sleep, or you're not drinking enough water, and you're experiencing dehydration, or maybe you're never going outside to get some fresh air, then those things are going to compound and your stress is going to feel worse, right? And it's going to also impact your immune system, so the third type of stress, physical stress, are those things, right? When we don't drink enough water, when maybe we have a hormone imbalance, which can be called, caused by all kinds of things. I'm not a nutritionist or a doctor. I'm not going to speak to that, but you get the point, right? When you haven't had enough exercise or you feel extreme fatigue or there's lack of sleep hygiene, which I know I've been really guilty of. I've spent many, many nights during the past nine months or whatever now you know, staying up on my phone. And while some things have been helpful, like one thing I do when I feel stressed in the evening or the world feels really heavy is I will get in bed with a cup of tea. I'll have my bulldog in my lap and I will put in my headphones and I will listen to some ASMR or some calming music or a meditation. 
And then I will look up dream houses on Zillow. (laughs) Now, if you don't know what Zillow is, it's basically a real estate app here in the States. Um, Other apps are like Redfin or Trulia. But basically, I love to look up houses that I maybe would buy someday, like on the ocean. Or um, I'll do this with Airbnb too. I'll look up destinations that I'd love to go to or cozy cottages, right? And there's something about kind of dreaming into the future and focusing on, you know, these cozy aesthetic things that make me really happy or even just like going onto Instagram and looking up um, planner hashtags and exploring the ways that people set up their planner or watching YouTube videos of that. Finding something to focus my attention on in the evening has helped me a lot and helps me calm down my brain and then eventually go to sleep. Now, the counterpoint to this is that I have to set a boundary around it because otherwise I can stay up way into the night looking at these kinds of videos and then I don't get enough sleep. But if there's some kind of practice right now that feels totally different or maybe is like really weird, but it helps you right now, then do it. Make time for it. Give yourself permission to do it because if you're already feeling stressed in one stress area and you're not doing what you need to do to take care of yourself and others, right, then you're going to feel stressed from all these different angles and it's just not going to help you, right? So again, identifying what kind of stress you feel. Sometimes it's mental or emotional. Sometimes it's physical. Sometimes it's, you know, more chronic from something else going on in your life. Stress can also be acute, right, or smaller or last for a smaller amount of time. So even if you're experiencing something positive, like I've seen a ton of my friends online that are having babies for the first time right now, or I've seen people that have decided to buy a house or decided to order something, right, and maybe like refurbish or redo something in their home. And while these things are really exciting and fun, they can also create small amounts of acute stress because change and anything that feels different to us is going to trigger a stress response. Now, even though these things may be fun, the underlying acute stress can be compounded again. So I know for me, just my energy level in general lately, I just don't have as much mental energy. And sometimes it's been hard for me to admit that. You know, I'll criticize myself for not being able to get as much done. Or I look back at some of the things and programs that I created this time last year, and I was just way more ahead of the game. And this year, I'm having to slow down. I'm having to extend how long it's taking me to put together my new productivity membership, uh, Pretty Productive Life. I have a lot of people asking about that, but I know that I can't rush it, right? I know I can't rush these things, so I'm taking my time. So it's important to notice that even positive changes and positive experiences, right? Right now can create um, forms of stress. The other thing is that we all often throughout our lives will encounter chronic stress, right? Something that is happening on a recurring basis and something sometimes it's something you can't change and or are unable to in the, at the current chapter of your life and these can create low level stress responses in us, right? So maybe if you have like a lot of debt that you're working through or your work environment is toxic, or you're in a friendship or a relationship that is not serving you, or there's something that doesn't feel good there anymore, right? Or if you're dealing with family members that are very difficult, or perhaps, you know, creating, um, you know, problems in your emotional life, then those forms of chronic stress can also play a role 
in your overall stress. So knowing this and knowing what these kinds of stress are, the next thing I want to talk about is really just taking time to start pinpointing how stress shows up for you because it shows up different for everyone. For me, a a lot of times my stress will show up as anger. So if I'm really stressed out or I feel like there's too much on my plate, usually my own doing, to be honest, I will sometimes react with anger or frustration, right? So these are things that I'm still working on. So I'll find myself, you know, just wanting to not respond to anyone or I want to go MIA and just like completely take myself off the grid, you know, online or And when I have these days, it's also a day that it's probably not the best idea to talk to a bunch of people because I know that I'm in this like hyper or overreactive state. But stress can show up in other ways. So stress can also show up in heightened specific emotions, whether that's anger or sadness or feelings of self-doubt or self-criticism. Stress can also show up in our bodies. So I know for me, I often feel like a tightness in my chest. I also know that when I feel stressed, I tend to, because I feel stressed, because I feel lower, I tend to not sit up straight as much, which then leads to some back pain. So I have to remind myself that, When I feel stressed, I'm not as likely to do the things I need to do to take care of myself, right? Like sometimes I'll have a really stressful day and it'll be like 2 p.m. and I realize, oh my gosh, I haven't even brushed my teeth today or I haven't even drank a bottle of water yet because I've been so busy and stressed that I forget to do these things, which is why it can be so helpful to create something on your desk on your phone as like a background. Maybe it's something you put in your bathroom, on your mirror. I've seen people put cute little task cards in their planners, right? Or post-it notes. It's like, here's what to do when you're stressed, right? And maybe it's like a couple steps that help remind you like, have a glass of water, right? Take a step outside on your balcony or whatever and take a couple deep breaths. Do the four, seven, eight breathing exercise. What are the things that you can do to de-stress and activate your parasympathetic nervous system, right? Which helps calm your body down. And also know that when you're stressed, you may have more difficulty doing, doing certain things. So you may have more difficulty making decisions or remembering things, or you may forget a lot of things. How often have you been stressed and then went to the grocery store stressed and then somehow you forgot your wallet or your keys or whatever, right? It's so frustrating. So make a stress list or something that you can reference when you are stressed. Things to remind yourself, maybe these are sayings or quotes or mantras, whatever. And give yourself permission to know that you're a human and when you're experiencing stress, you're not going to be like your favorite version of yourself, but that's okay. That's not the goal of life. The goal of life is not to be any one way perfectly all the time. There's nothing wrong with you if you don't feel joy 24-7. There's nothing wrong with you if you occasionally get angry. There's nothing wrong with you if you occasionally just don't want to do what you do every day anymore or you're questioning everything. These are oftentimes stress responses. So listen to your body. Listen to your mind. I know for me too, like I always forget that I am a woman who who menstruates and every month something happens where it something just makes me ball my eyes out or cry a ton and I always seem to forget that sometimes, not always, that's due to changing hormones or it's due to getting my period and once I realize that that is some, something that 
I always forget about, it's always nice to know, oh, that's right, right? Like there's things that impact our stress. It's not about blaming yourself. It's not about saying things like, well, I must not have been thinking positively enough or I I must not have been perfect with my diet enough. Like, listen, you don't need to be any one way perfectly in order to deserve to feel balanced and healthy and well. So stop the self-blame and the stop and then the self-criticism and just take time to be aware of where stress can come up, what kinds of stress exist, right? And where it shows up in your body, right? And what are some of the things that do stress you out? And put different things on, like change up your schedule and put different things on your plate. If you know that having a bunch of Zoom meetings and doing specific work in your life or business stresses you out, then try not to put all of those on the same day right now, right? See if you can scatter things out, expand your schedule a little bit. And if you have time to take a walk or take a nap right now within your days, and that really helps you, then oh my gosh, do it. There's no reason to create hard and fast rules right now. It's a time to collectively do what we can to take care of ourselves and stay safe. So I hope this episode was helpful in just reminding you, right? This is nothing new. This is nothing super profound, but reminding you that stress will always impact us. It's something that doesn't go away, right? But it doesn't have to be all or nothing in terms of managing your stress and your priorities are going to shift on a day-to-day basis. So use discernment in knowing where your energy level is, what you can take on, what you may need to say no to, what boundaries you may need to set, right? Your mental well-being is most important. Most other things in your life can wait. If you need to take a mental health day or a break, do it. There are so many things we say we can't put on hold or we can't pause because we think the world will end when really most of those things can wait. Most of the time, people will be understanding. If you create open lines of communication and you're honest with yourself, then you're going to do a world of difference to help yourself manage your stress and your energy. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If this was helpful, feel free to contact me over on Instagram. I'm at Mindful Productivity Blog, and I hope that you have an amazing week ahead. If you want to grab my digital planners or any of the fun things that are on sale right now for Black Friday, you can head on over to mindfulproductivityblog.com slash Black Friday. Have a wonderful week, and I'll see you back here next Monday.